0: I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the We Awakening Podcast. Beneath the global crises we are facing, something truly extraordinary is happening on Earth. Planetary consciousness is shifting as humankind sheds its belief in separateness and awakens to the truth of interexistence. In this podcast, we explore this awakening into unitive consciousness that will give rise to a new world. And we celebrate the luminous web that connects us all. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Before I launch into our topic for today, I want to just once again give a shout out and a word of thanks to those of you who have chosen to become supporters of this podcast by becoming Patreon members. Your monthly contributions are supporting the production of this podcast, and I'm very grateful, and of course, then, this is not my podcast, this is our podcast. And if you would like to know how you can become a supporter, you can visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Pierce. So I want to follow up today with the topic that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago, which is, of course, the situation in Ukraine. And we are now a few weeks into this conflict. And last time I spoke with you all about it, I spoke on the topic of quitting war and what it would mean for us to quit war at the deepest levels of our being. And I'd like to today share a dream that I had while I was on retreat recently and in this dream, I'm in a city, an older city, it looks sort of European, has cobblestone streets. And I'm walking uh, along a street, and walking in the other direction is a whole group, a large, large group of people who are walking in the opposite direction that I am. And they're engaging in some kind of a demonstration or a protest, or it, I'm not sure exactly, And I think it probably has to do with the climate crisis, although I'm not entirely sure. And as I'm walking, I realize that what I want to do is to go to the headwaters of the climate crisis where it originates in consciousness. That's just one little snippet from the dream. But I think that it speaks, at least it speaks to me very deeply, about this situation with Ukraine. Because what we're seeing, of course, in this war is the demonstration uh, and the playing out of an idea, an error in the mind. And that is the error of separateness. This is the mind's original error that something called separateness exists. And from that error, then, all of these paradigms and thought forms arise having to do with the other and the enemy and attack and domination and control and all of that. So, so we are seeing, of course, in the world right now, yet another display of that error, a very graphic and brutal and horrific display of this idea of separateness. And it has been said, it's one of the Vedic sayings, it says, war begins in the minds of men. And that what we're seeing playing out is an idea that begins in the mind. And so if we really want to live in a world that does not experience war any longer, the only way that we're going to do that is to travel up to the headwaters of consciousness to where the pattern of war begins in the mind. So I've really been... Feeling that this this crisis in Ukraine is calling me, and I I think it's calling all of us, to do that work, to go to the headwaters of our own consciousness and discover where it is that in my mind I am contributing to this error. Where in my own mind am I holding on to this idea of separateness? Where in my own mind am I even looking at this crisis through the lens of us and them? Through the lens of sides, is our side going to prevail? All of that is the same dualistic consciousness that is at the root of war. So to travel to the headwaters where this idea originates in the mind, in my own mind, is my task to do. And I spoke about that last time as well, and I've really been noticing that. I've really been noticing any moment where I find myself engaging in any kind of a thought form that has to do with the other or an attack thought. And I want to say that this begins with ourselves, because we ourselves are the original victims of our own mental warfare. We exact, tremendous suffering in our own minds upon ourselves, when we are judging ourselves and condemning ourselves and, and engaging in self-loathing, all of that is the same, it's the same pattern. And we direct it towards ourself. And then we also direct it outwards and it just begins to ripple out. And of course, it plays out then in the world at large. So that's part of what this this crisis right now is calling me to do, is to do that deep, deep work. Because we are never going to experience a world of peace until we do this work in our own minds and at the level of consciousness. And war will dissipate and it will disappear when we transcend those divisions in the mind. And I can't do that work for anybody else. I can't do that work for you. I can't do that work for Vladimir Putin. I can only do that work for myself. But the thing is that because everything is interconnected, when I am doing that work in my own mind, I am in fact influencing the whole. Because in truth, there is only one mind. There is only one heart. And as I am healing my little region of that mind, I am in fact helping contribute to the welfare of the whole. So that's one thing that I wanted to reiterate again this week. And the other thing is that I believe that this is also a time for us to liberate our imaginations from the script of violence. Walter Wink, uh, who is now deceased, but he was a well-known theologian, and he talked about the myth of redemptive violence, that we have this idea in the minds that somehow violence can be redemptive. And yet, violence is never redemptive. All violence does is intensify violence. It adds to violence in the world. And I think that this is an invitation to us to allow our imaginations to be liberated from the script of violence and to find new and creative ways to respond to this kind of a crisis or any crisis where we see attack playing out. It has been said, that everything is either an act of love or a cry for love. So what we are seeing playing out right now in Ukraine is a cry for love. It is the demonstration of actions that are based in fear and insecurity and an idea or an experience of being separated from love. So what if, what if... This could be a moment where more and more of us who are committed to really supporting this we awakening, if we considered this to be a moment for us to step up to the plate and extend love in new and creative ways with everyone that we meet, beginning with ourselves to extend love and express love to ourselves in just wildly creative and abundant ways. And to do the same with people around us, and to do the same with strangers that we might just cross on the street, to smile, to extend love. And by doing that, we are also raising the vibration on the planet. We are helping to dissolve that energy of fear, and we are supporting the awareness of love. There are, of course, many ways that we can express love in this moment of crisis, also for refugees, for those who are suffering from the consequences of this war. And I'm going to, today, enable the comment section on this podcast so that we can share resources. If you know of an organization that you know is reputable and doing good work on the ground, with people who are being affected by this conflict, I hope that you will post that in the comments so that we can all share these resources with one another. So if we can consider this to be an invitation to do two things, to examine our own minds and to release in our own minds all of those places where we are holding on to the consciousness, the, the ideas and the errors of the mind that lead to what we are seeing, plane out in Ukraine. That's number one. And number two, to allow this to be a moment when we let our hearts be broken open. To allow this to be an invitation for us to explore new and creative ways to extend and express love wherever we find ourselves. So I leave that with you. And until next week, I bid you peace.